Spazzin' Out, America's podcast, recorded live from Boston, broadcasting around the world, covering everything America is talking about and beyond. Take your seats and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Anthony Parziali. day, a single day without talking about the border and the crap that's going on down there. It's been a long day for me. I'm tired. I had to work all day at the radio station. I did the afternoon show. I didn't get home until seven o'clock. And the only thing that's news today is Kamala Harris and her, her laughing at the question. She laughed. She straight up laughed when she got asked why she hasn't been to the border. First, she lied. She said, we've been to the border. We've gone to the border. I'm so sick and tired of talking about the border. I'm done with it. People are sneaking in, but Kamala Harris is making it news. Yesterday we talked about the border. Today we talked about the border. The only thing I can think of when I think of the border is this. I People are running. This is, this is the people on the border. They're coming. It's Charlie in the Chocolate Factory down there. Golden ticket. I got a golden sunshine in my way. It's the golden way. That's everybody down on the border right now. And I'm sick of talking about the border. That's all we do is talk about the border. But Kamala Harris is pissing me off. Lester Holt, and this is this guy's is about as fucking liberal as they come. Lester Holt put his nuts on the table. With Kamala Harris uh, yesterday, we're gonna. I'm gonna play the audio of it, okay? She laughs it off. Here, let's let's listen to this. I'm gonna play it time and time again. Do you have any plans to visit the border? I, at some point, you know, it, we are going to the border. We've been to the border. So you, this whole this whole this whole thing about the border, we've been to the border. Stop! Stop! I have to stop it there. She says she's been to the border. We've been to the border. They, they, this is what I talked about yesterday. They're gaslighting you. They're telling you the border's closed. But yet people are running across the border like they got the golden ticket. You got, literally, they're sitting there, Kamala Harris, they're saying the border's closed. Nobody's coming over. But the immigrants are like, I got a golden sunshine. Bro, they're 100% lying to us. Here's Kamala Harris from the other day. I'm going to play the rest of the cup, but I, ha- I have to have some back set to it. This is her in Guatemala. I want to be clear to folks in this region who are thinking about making that dangerous trek to the United States-Mexico border. Do not come. Do not come. Do not come. Do not come. They're trying to set the narrative that they're strong on the border, and they're not. They haven't been since day one. And then she gets asked. So Lester Holtz had it. Lester Holtz like, this is bullshit. Why haven't you been to the border? Here. Do you have any plans to visit the border? I, at some point, you know, it, uh, 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 we are going to the border. We've been to the border. So you, this whole, this whole, this whole thing about the border, we've been to the border. We've been to the border. You haven't been to the border. Th- that's it. You haven't been to, I love it. Let's play that right there. So she goes on, she professes, we've been to the border. We're doing everything we can down on the border. We don't want anybody fucking coming here. Lester Holt goes, you haven't been to the border. 
You're the czar of the border. You were put in fucking tip top. You're the tip top dog here on the border, but yet you haven't been there. We've been to the border. You haven't been to the border. Uh, and I haven't been to Europe. And I mean, I don't, I don't <laughs> understand the point that you're making. I'm not discounting the importance. So, but listen. So this is our vice president, the vice president of the United States. This is the lady that's second in command, that's in charge of the border. She hasn't been down there. She, she, they can't. You know why she hasn't been to the border? Do you know why she went to Guatemala and she went to Mexico and not to the border? Because if she goes to the border, she has to admit that there's a crisis. If she goes to the border, she has to admit that they have surely screwed the United States with their policy. She laughs it off. Lester says, you haven't been to the border. You haven't been to the border. Uh, and I haven't been to Europe. You haven't been to the border, and she responds with, and I haven't been to Europe. Lester Holt should have fucking been like, yeah, bitch, you're not the czar of, of Europe. You're not, you weren't put in charge of making sure Europeans don't come to the United States. You were given the job by your boss to make sure the border is secure and no one gets in this damn country. Why haven't you been to the border yet? Why? Why? And you say, well. Uh, and I haven't been to Europe. And I mean, I don't, I don't. Then she laughs it off. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't understand the point that you're making. I don't understand the point that you're making. Wait, I'm confused, Kamala. You have a law degree. You were a district attorney in California. You're one of the smartest women, right? You have to be that smart to get, listen, to pass the bar, to get voted into being a DA. Then you're a senator. Now you're the vice president of the United States. And you don't know the point of the question. You don't understand the point. You, you sound like that guy that just spoke from the Yankees, uh, Garrett uh, Cole, when the guy said, hey, did you use illegal substances on the ball? And the dude was like, uh, uh, I don't know how to answer that question. What do you understand the point that you're making? I don't understand the point that you're making. The point that we're making is we're sick and tired of talking about the border because you're doing nothing about it. We're sick and tired of asking you why you haven't gone to the border and you make up fucking excuses why you don't go. Go to the border. Figure out the problem. Do it and stop telling people that you are here. This is great. My favorite senator that that I love from Louisiana. This the, the the my favorite senator that gave us this quote. I have to anytime I talk about John Kennedy, the great senator from Louisiana. We have to play this. You hate cops just because they're cops. You don't know anything about them. Then next time you get in trouble, call a crackhead. I love the guy. I he's the best. So here's what he had to say about the border. Let's get, I have to go all the way back. All right, here's, here's my man, John Kennedy, telling people to call crackheads if they don't like the police. He straight up says what I've been saying. I've been telling you that the, that the Biden administration is gaslighting you on the topic of the border. That they're telling you they're protecting the border, but they are not. They're telling you they're keeping people out, but they are not. They're telling you they've been to the border. She straight up said she's been to the border. To visit the border. I, at some point, you know, I, we are going to the border. We've been to the border. So you, this whole, this whole, this whole thing about the border. We, oh, that's a different song playing in the background. We've been to the border. Well, here's my man, Senator Kennedy, saying that they are lying. Well, the, uh, the Department of Homeland Security has announced that the, uh, the border is closed. Mm-hmm. But they lie like they breathe. But they lie like they breathe. There is a senator of the United States calling it like it is. The Homeland Security, the Biden administration, Kamala Harris has said that the border is shut down. The border is closed. Mm -hmm. 
But they lie like they breathe. But they lie like they breathe. The senator continues. We'll have two million people come into the United States this year illegally, thanks to the Biden administration. They have no idea who they are, except they're coming from all over the world. He's right. Two million people are going to sneak into the country this year, and the Biden administration doesn't give an F, but they're telling us that they care. They're lying to them. Oh, we've been to the border. <laughs> oh, we don't want anybody to come in. <laughs> They've basically rung the dinner bell. They, they, come one, come all. They're running. Woo! Biden t-shirts. Here they come. They all think they got the golden ticket. Golden ticket. I got a golden sunshine in my way. Golden ticket ain't golden way. That's literally what happened on January 20th. They all thought they got the golden ticket. They all headed to the border. Six months later, it's a friggin' major crisis. Kamala Harris and her cronies are lying about it. Here's more from ten, from ten, uh, from Senator Kennedy. Uh, the Biden administration has almost completely halted any kind of deportation of people already here illegally. America has been has become one giant sanctuary city. How can things be so different on both sides of the aisle? Because someone's lying and Kamala Harris and Joe Biden are lying and people are believing them because they continue to write this narrative. They continue to stomp out news stories and act like they have the border under control when they don't. Kamala Harris was asked point blank, why haven't you been to the border? Her response, she laughed at the guy. Do you have any plans to visit the border? I, at some point, you know, I, we are going to the border. We've been to the border. So you, this whole, this whole, this whole thing about the border, we've been to the border. We've been to the border. You haven't been to the border. I, and I haven't been to Europe. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, I mm -hmm. don't, I don't mm -hmm. understand the point that you're making. I don't understand the point that you're making. So her reply to not going to the border is, I don't understand what you're talking about. I don't understand the point that you're making. And he called her right out and it was phenomenal. I don't want to spend any more time talking about illegals. If you want more of my thoughts on illegals, listen to yesterday's podcast. This is Spazzing Out, America's podcast. I do it five times a week. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday is when I record it live. I do it live on Facebook and Instagram. If you're watching on Facebook, click the bell, and this way you'll know when I'm live. <laughs> Anytime I go live, you'll know because you've clicked the bell. On Instagram, I don't know if they have that kind of feature. I have no clue. But if you're watching, share it with someone. If you're watching my show right now, share it with other people. Most people listen on an app. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Radio.com. Hey, Alexa, play Spazzing Out America's Podcast. And on Odyssey, somewhere around 3,000 streams a day when I upload it. I upload it the next day. I record it at night. I upload it at 5 in the morning. So you have a nice, fresh episode five times a week on your way to work about a half hour long. I'm done. On, on Harris, and I'm done on the border. You know how I feel. People that sneak into the United States, they're thieves. They are stealing from you, they are stealing from me. They steal jobs, they steal money, they steal hospital beds, they steal education, they steal nursing homes. They steal, I mean, by nursing homes, I mean housing. They steal from our country, they steal from Americans when they sneak in, period. Not to mention the other crap that gets across the border, drugs, terrorists, scumbags, bums. Keep these people the hell out. That's how I feel. I did a whole podcast on it yesterday. I talked about it today because Harris thinks it's funny 
that she hasn't been to the border. To the border. You haven't been to the border. I, and I haven't been to Europe. And I, I, mean, I, don't, I don't understand the point that you're it's, making. I'm it's, not just. I don't understand the point that you're making, but there's no one coming over. <laughs> That's what's going on down on the border. It's the golden way. Everybody down there has the golden ticket. Ever since January 20th, people have been coming across like they got the golden ticket. They want it. Their Slugworth isn't keeping them out. They're all coming over and getting everlasting gobstoppers. And they're going to be fucking Americans. And they're going to be led into the country. And they're going to get amnesty. And why Why does the Biden administration want to let them in? Why do they say come over here? Why do they open them up with open arms? And, and everything's great. Because when they become Americans, when they give them amnesty, they will vote democratically. They will give them amnesty and it will be more votes. It's a different way of rigging the election. All right, I'm moving on from this. There's another story in the news that I want to talk about. There is a woman that is on the board of directors of the New York Times. This ties into my theory of, um, this ties into my theory of how the Democrats are controlling the media by using private companies to do it for them. What do I mean by this? They have private companies like Facebook, which I'm on right now. Facebook owns Instagram, like Twitter. These are our new media outlets. That's just what it is. But the New York Times is still a valuable outlet. Outlets like the New York Times to do their dirty work. The government can't come out and just control the media because if they did, it's against our Constitution. It's against the First Amendment. So they use the private companies to do the for them so that Joe Biden come out and say, I mean, we didn't do it. The New York Times did it. And we can't control the press. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. So they can't do anything about it. So here, I want to play some audio that I find extremely disturbing from this woman that is, is on the board of directors. She's a board member for the New York Times. And here's some audio of her. Basically, you know what? Let's let the audio speak for itself and then I'll comment. We have a large percentage of the American population. I don't know how big it is, but we have tens of millions of Trump voters who continue to believe that their rights as citizens are under threat by simple virtue of having to share the democracy with others. Now, see, you hear the narrative that she's trying to switch. She's trying to say that Trump supporters, conservatives, believe that they believe that because what, yeah, let, let her say it again. Continue to believe that their rights as citizens are under threat by simple virtue of having to share the democracy. We believe they think she wants everyone to think that we believe that our rights are being violated because we disagree with the Democrats. That's not how we feel. We disagree with this is how it works. Republicans disagree with Democrats and it's a and it's a back and forth discourse. We, want, we might have an argument <clears throat> over the First Amendment. We might say um, the First Amendment protects protesters pe- to peacefully protest. We might say that. Democrats would say, no, no, you can't, you can't do that until their people protest, until their people light shit on fire. And they say, oh, that's protected under the First Amendment. And then we fight back and say, no, it's not. You, you can't blow cars up and burn buildings down and trash small businesses. That is not protected under the First Amendment. The right to peacefully assemble is. The right to get together and not burning buildings down. Sure, go for it. We can disagree on that. 
She wants to switch the narrative and coming from the newspaper wants to say that Republicans are only for democracy if it's things that Republicans believe in. And that couldn't be further from the truth. Republicans believe in an open discourse. Republicans don't ban the leader of the Democratic Party from the biggest outlet on the fucking planet to stifle him. We don't do that. We'll come out and complain. We'll peacefully protest. We'll have something to say. No, what you will do is you will make sure that our leader can't, get, can't reach his people by bumping them off the biggest social media on the fucking world. You'll get rid of him. You'll come out and you'll say that an insurrection, that you'll claim that a bunch of boobs that were <clears throat> Trump supporters that broke into the Capitol building with no weapons, fighting around taking pictures of themselves, running around that they were terrorists and insurrectionists, but yet you won't speak out and say shit about protesters that burned down buildings, flipped cop cars, broke into small businesses, beat people to the fucking ground and set things on fire. That's okay. You'll flip the script. I can't stand this lady. Let her continue. I think as long as they see Americanness as the same as one with whiteness, this is going to continue. We have to figure out how to get every American a place at the table in this democracy, but how to separate Americanness, America, from whiteness. This is a fully loaded comment. We have two issues here. Two issues. First, I'm going to tackle the first issue. Everybody has a place at the table in this country. Everyone. We do not restrict people from having a spot and having a voice in the United States of America. That's not what we do. Republicans certainly do not do that. We protect the Constitution. We stand for your right to freedom of speech, freedom of press, freedom of religion, your right to bear arms. We want to ensure that if you get arrested, you get due process, you get uh, a timely uh, trial, you get judged by, a, by, a, by your peers in a jury. We want to make sure your rights are protected. Everyone's got a shot. What's great about America is that everybody gets the same opportunity, too. If you work hard... If you go balls to the wall and you get after it, you can be rich and successful like anybody else. If you'd like to run for office, you have a good chance that you could win and you can get out there just as much as anybody else. Here in the United States of America, it's opportunity for all and everyone has a plate at the table. Everyone. It's only you that might not think you do. It's only you that choose to bitch about it. It's only you that will sit back and whine and bitch and moan and complain like you don't have a spot at the table. You do, but it's a it's a crowded fucking table and you better get up there. You better get after it. You better break through the glass ceiling so you can get your spot to protect your spot. No one's going to do that for you. Nowhere in the Constitution does it say, hey, you know, we're, we're just going to, everybody get out of the way, bro. You got, you got 330 million people all fighting for that same spot at the table. And everybody's got the same shot at getting up at the table, but you got to speak up. You got to be passionate. You got to do things the right way. You can't be a criminal scumbag. You can't burn down buildings, support our police officers, stand for the fucking national anthem, honor the flag, honor the troops, work your way up and get your ass up to the table. Now, the next thing, we'll play the cut again. It's a, it's a direct shot at whites in America. And I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of it. Skin color has nothing to do with being American. Whites, blacks, the orange, yellow, purple, pink, it has nothing to do with being American. Nothing at all. And I don't know why they continue to twist the narrative like it does. I don't know why why liberal mutants continue to make it white versus black. We're not. 
I'm not trying to do that. Republicans are not trying to do that whatsoever. This isn't white America. This is everybody's America. We all believe that on my side. From this party, we believe America first, and that includes all Americans, not white Americans only, not black Americans only, not Asian Americans only, not Native Americans only. It includes everyone. This isn't a white narrative. You're making it a white narrative. I think as long as they see Americanness as the same as one with whiteness. That's you hear what she's saying? She's saying that conservatives, Trump supporters, are racist. Plain and simple. It doesn't get any clearer than that. If you are a Trump supporter, you are a racist. You believe that it's whiteism. You believe that the, the United States of America is only for white people and that couldn't be further from the truth. That's not how we feel. And I'm sick of it being twisted like that. This is, again, back to the gaslighting that the Democratic Party does. They tell you the border's protected. It is not. They tell you white people are racist. Predominantly, all white people are racist. We are not. 99.9% of white America doesn't even think about that shit. 99.9% of white America wants to go to work, wants to make money, wants to hang out with their fucking family, and isn't thinking twice about some stupid bitch that's on the board of directors at the Times and calling us racist for no reason, to just continue her agenda. This is going to continue. We have to figure out how to get every American a place at the table in this democracy, but how to separate... Americanness, America from whiteness. How do you, do you hear what she's saying? That could be more racist on her end. She would like to, it's like reverse uh, white supremacy or something. She wants to get it's woke supremacy. She's so woke. She wants to get the white out of the America, but how to separate Americanness, America from whiteness. I'm sorry. You can't separate uh, you can't listen. You can't take African-Americans out of America. It wouldn't be America. You can't take Native Americans out of America. It wouldn't be America. You couldn't get rid of the Latinos from this country. It wouldn't be America. You couldn't get rid of the Asians from America. It wouldn't be America. You can't get rid of the whites. It wouldn't be America. What the fuck are you talking about, lady? What are you talking about? We're simply standing up. We Here's what it is. Unfortunately, the, the majority of the population is white. There are plenty of conservative Asians, conservative blacks, conservative Native Americans. There's just not as many because the population has more white people. It is not our fault that there are more whites. It's not my fault. Stop saying that we're racist because we stand up for the flag. Stop saying that we're racist because we protect the Constitution. Stop saying that we're racist because we don't want people to sneak into our fucking country. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. And this is the problem, because the Democrats control the media, they control the big outlets and big tech, and they push the narrative that white people and that the American flag is racist, and here's the problem with it. The white people don't say anything about it. The white people are chill. They sit back and they go, oh, maybe we are racist. And they apologize and they say, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm not sorry, because I'm not racist. I'm not sorry. I don't hate anyone. I see everybody as American. Everyone that lives in this country that was born here I and or that has become a citizen the legal way, God bless you. God bless America. You're an American, and I don't see black, white, pink, purple. I don't. I do not. Here the lady continues with her hate. I was on Long Island this weekend uh, visiting a really dear friend, and I was really disturbed. I saw you know dozens and dozens of pickup trucks with 
you know, uh, explicatives against Joe Biden uh, on the back of them, uh, Trump flags, and some cases just dozens of American flags, which, you know, uh, is also just disturbing because essentially the message was clear. It was, this is my country. This is not your country. I own this. So now the American flag, she's, she's put it out there. Now the American flag is a racist symbol. Now the American flag stands for the white people own this country. Now the American flag doesn't represent all Americans. It just represents white America, according to this piece of crap lady. Understand how divisive this is. For four years, the Democrats up and down about how Trump divided the country. Donald Trump was trying to bring us together and make America first. This is one of the most divisive things I've ever heard in my entire life. So the ladies butthurt because there are people on Long Island that support Trump. So the ladies butthurt that there's boats and cars that have a Trump sign and that they say, fuck Biden. Don't forget, before Biden was president, people were saying, fuck Trump for four years, viciously attacking this man for four years. But ah, that never happened. We never did that. We weren't that vicious. And she goes as far as to now say this. And some cases, just dozens of American flags, which, you know, uh, is also just disturbing because essentially the message was clear. It was disturbing. I have to stop it there. At what point would any American ever say that the appearance of the American flag is disturbing? Let that sink in for a second. This lady is on the board. She is on the board of the New York Times. Could you imagine the canceled creatures that would come out if a conservative said something like this? Could you imagine the people that would go bonkers if it was a conservative that was speaking down on the American flag? People would go nuts. But when a liberal says it, when the media, and I was, I've been saying this for months now, I've been saying that, listen, soon enough, they're going to come out and call the American flag a symbol of white supremacy. They're going to come out and say that the American flag is racist and it only represents white America. And there, there you have it. They're calling it disturbing. The American flag means many things to a lot of people. To me, it means hope. When I see the American flag, I think about my dad and his family coming to America. When I see the American flag, I think about my grandfather telling me how happy he was when he saw American troops land in Italy. And my fucking grandfather was forced to fight for Mussolini. But when the American troops got there, the Italian troops cheered. The Italian people cheered when they saw the American flag because they saw hope. They saw that they were going to be saved from a a tyrannical piece of crap and they were going to get broken. They were going to break the chains of fascism. When I see the American flag, I think about the American dream and the opportunity that you get here. I certainly do not look at the flag and think racism and think hate and think it's disturbing. I don't think it's... No, no. People like this lady, if you don't like it here, get out. Pick up your shit and get the hell out of here. But you know what? We're tolerant of it. We're okay with it. We're going to let this fly. She's not going to lose her job. People will continue to buy the New York Times. They'll read it. They'll go to the website. They won't give a boo about the fact that the lady just said the American flag is disturbing. I'm disturbed by that racist flag. I'm disturbed by people like this lady. And I'm disturbed by people that support her. I'm disturbed by the woman that was doing the interview with her that she didn't step up and cut her off and say, excuse me, what did you just say about the American flag? I'm sorry, what did you say? No, she went on and she she agreed with her. She said, yeah, 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 it's disturbing. It's disturbing. Thousands of American flags, which, you know, uh, is also just disturbing because essentially the message was clear. It was, this is my country. This is not your country. I own this. 
That's not how it is. America is everybody's country, and we all believe that. It is you, the liberal mutants, that want to divide the country. It is you, the liberal mutants, that want to gaslight the entire population into believing that all white people are racist, or I'm sorry, that all white conservatives are racist, that all white conservatives don't care about America, when we are the very people that love this country more than anybody. We are the very people that support all the amendments to the Constitution, all the rights to the, to the Constitution, and we stand up for them, and we stand up when the national anthem is played. We stand up and we salute the flag. We honor our troops. We back the police officers. You are the people that come out and you say, screw the police officers, let's defund them. Let's defund the military. The American flag is now a racist symbol. How dare you fly the American flag? It's disturbing. It makes me sick. It makes me sick where we're going. My only solution to this, and I'll, I'll, I think I have a solution. My only solution to this is, is to, to plead with anybody out there that doesn't agree with this kind of stuff to start doing something about it, to speak up and be heard. I do not push for violence ever, and I won't. But I would just ask you this. Don't buy the New York Times. Nobody reads newspapers anyways. Don't waste your time going to the New York Times website. Forget them. And if you are a passionate person, it's time for you to run for office. City council, mayor, board of selectmen. It is time for like-minded people that are, have the like-minded of myself and of Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis to start running for office to protect this country. We need you. We need you to step up. And I know it's at the lowest levels, but it always starts at home. It starts at home. And if at home we have good Republican leaders, if, if on the local level, on the state level, we have good Republican leaders that won't put up with this kind of crap and we have people that will speak out and say something, people that aren't scared because it's not, it's not cool right now. If you speak out against this lady who said that the American flag is disturbing, you'd get canceled. You might lose your job. Can you imagine? I can't even believe I just said that. I can't even believe I just said that right now in the United States, you could possibly lose your job if you stepped up and spoke out against this piece of crap that says the American flag is disturbing because it's racist, right? She believes it's racist. And if we say something about it, we're going to get bounced. It's 100% disgusting. And we need to do something about it. And that's how you do it. We have to start organizing getting together. We need to speak up. When you see things like this happen, you need to use social media. You need to take a, a, a screenshot of it or retweet the audio with your disgust. You need to say, listen to this lady. It's disgusting what she has to say about the American flag and have other people share it so that they can see this BS so that they can get whiffed of it. So what the fuck is going on and run for office, get your voice out there, be heard and do it on a local level. Everything starts with mom and dad at home. Everything. Teach your kids to love this country. Teach your kids to honor the people that died and fought for this country. Teach your kids about the Constitution and about the Bill of Rights and what they mean to you and to this country and why it's such a great republic. And teach them of the dangers that are out there to the people that will gaslight and lie to you. Teach them to understand that the government will tell you that the border is protected and then it's shut down. But the, but the facts say that it's not. The facts say that people are crossing the border. Teach your kids to understand that the American flag is a, is a symbol of hope, not a, single, not a symbol of racism. Teach your kids to understand that they don't have to apologize for something they had nothing to do with. 
Your kids didn't own a slave. You know what? I'll let you off the hook. My family's Native American. Your kids didn't kill my ancestors. Get it? That's how you have to teach your kids. Bad things happen. It shouldn't have happened, but they did. We had nothing to do with it. We weren't there. We weren't alive when it happened. We're not bad people. We're good people. And the American flag is still a beacon for hope for millions. This is why people are dying to get in here. This is why people are trying to sneak in here. Because they know the United States is the land of the free, home of the brave, and the land of opportunity. The only place you will come and you'll get your seat at the table. If you want the seat at the table, you can have it. You just got to stand up and you need to be heard. You got to stand up and stick up for yourself. You can no longer sit back and allow people to call us racist when we are not. Stand up for yourself. You need to stand up for the American flag as well. When you see people shitting on the American flag, you need to say something about it that it's unacceptable. You can't sit back. We can't be quiet when there are people in positions of power at the New York Times saying that our flag is disgraceful, that it's disgusting. It's unacceptable, and we need to do something about it. Us. It starts right here. It starts at home. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out, America's podcast. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays when I do the podcast. gets uploaded the next day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Radio.com. That's not Radio.com anymore. Odyssey. Hey, Alexa, play Spazzing Out, America's podcast. Look. Thank you so much. God bless. God bless America.